Welcome to the Wealth Building Made Simple podcast with Philip Washington, Jr. Today's episode is brought to you by StonehillWealthManagement.com. Today, Philip talks about improving your relationship with money. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. And now, here's Philip. We are back with another episode of Wealth Building Made Simple, brought to you by StonehillWealthManagement.com, where we help people take their assets and transfer them to the future. And WealthBuildingMadeSimple.us, where we share our thoughts about what's going on now, so you can know how to position for the future. Now, let's get to the episode today. Today we're talking about um, the topic is improving your relationship with money. I forgot the topic for a second. Improving your relationship with money. So what was interesting is I've really, as you guys know with my content, been into uh, meditation, right? Meditation helps you become aware of how you feel, right? And then you learn how you feel informs you of your belief systems, right? And your belief systems are like your automatic operating system, right? Like like at default, when we're not, you know, when we're just kind of going through life without being mentally present um, and autopilot, right? We're just operating on like our unconscious biases or or beliefs, right? And, and it's funny, and, and like that's just part of life, like... We're always going to have them. I don't think you ever fully get over them because, like, beliefs are just the way that we operate everything. But it's it's cool to become conscious of them and then learn to adjust the ones that don't serve you well, uh, and then focus on being present more and more so that you 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 are you are aware of your beliefs and then you can respond the way you want to respond if you encounter a belief system that doesn't serve you. But as you do it, you go, I, I'll have like beliefs, and I go, oh. And I'll think a thought, and I'll go, man, I wonder where I got that thought from. Um, and a lot of times, it's 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 sort of like it's not sort of like I mean, the experts say it's it's thoughts that we either or beliefs that either we inherited from somebody else who we looked up to, admired. It could be an experience in life from uh, from a observation we had at an age that we. That we formed the truth. I give like an like an idea. It was, well, it was it was something I was thinking about, um, about my city. Yeah, it was about Houston. So I'm from Houston, and then I was talking to somebody about Houston, and I went, well, and I went because in it in it I was talking about Houston, and what I was saying didn't feel right, um, and so I was like, all right, there's something in my belief system that has not evolved, right? That's what I tell myself now. I'm saying something that in my belief system that has not evolved. And I was like, I was like, wait a minute. I said, because uh, um, they were describing Houston from their experience right now, uh, which is just their truth, right? But I, but there was a difference of perception of us two. And I was going, oh, man. I said, you know what? I said, I'm going to call the Houston I don't know New Houston, right? Because I'm giving you the the 
the version of Houston from 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 my from what I know when I left, you know, and being a native Houstonian, right? This is that perspective. Like so, for that time period where I was for a native Houstonian, this was the feeling of Houston. But I'm but it's evolved a lot since then, right? Because it's been like twenty years, and so this new Houston, I don't really know, right? But but there's all kinds of things in our thought systems that are like that because things are always evolving and changing moment to moment, right? And and our unique perspective at any moment in time is based on like our perception, right? Which is like our background filtered through our emotion in the moment, right? And that colors, right, our memory around the said topic, right? Why is this important? Because we have all these what I call like eyes of awareness inside of us that we've accumulated over the years that impact our perception of life, specifically since we're talking about wealth building around wealth and money. And so if you if you come up in an environment where for the most of your life uh, you don't have money, right, and people around you talk about money in a lack-filled way, um, those unconscious eyes of awareness, right, or those unconscious biases are, are in you and they are playing themselves out uh, in every interaction when you bring up the subject of money, whether you're whether you're aware of it or not, right? So it, it takes learning to be still and be quiet to become aware of those biases and then you begin to, you know, f- feel it. And so one of the one of the biggest things that people can do from my perspective when they're trying to improve their financial situation is is improve the relationship with money. Right? Think of money as a relationship and go all right, let me let me let me be present and let me become aware of my feelings around money, right? Meaning, like when I when I pay for things, how do I feel? Right? When I think about wanting to go on vacation, how do I feel? When I think about my career and my income sources, how do I feel? When I think about my investments, my balance sheet, how do I feel? When I look at other people in the context of money, right? How do I feel? A, 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 for for my experience, I find limiting beliefs when I'm thinking about money in any capacity and I don't feel good, right? So meaning like if I say, if I say, uh, you know, I got my I got my I got my fortieth birthday party coming up. Forty is like a big thing for society, right? A big goal. You're supposed to live it up and do these things. Uh and I and I and so, right? So I'm thinking about what I want to do, right? But I also have lots of business goals I'm investing for. We got things we want to do. Uh, around the house, right? And we're going to do something good for my 40th. Don't get me wrong. But I'm going through my, my my process of saying, oh, man, you know, I want, you know, my mom was going, I want this extravagant thing, right? And then my mind went to, well, if I don't get this extravagant, extravagant thing, will my, for, will my 40th be really fun? And then, and then, and so since I'm aware of my beliefs, that, that thought didn't feel very good to me, right? And so then I said, all right, let me, let me say that differently. And I went, okay, I'm going to have fun no matter what, right? So my 40 is going to be fun whether I'm sitting at home. So let me just own that feeling now. And then whatever, you know, so then from that standpoint, like whatever we do from 40 that we, that fits within our budget and what we're doing is going to be okay because I own the feeling, right? So I go into the situation, I'm able to think about this financial Thing we're going to do for my 40th in a positive light because uh, I I internally 
change the way I felt about spending money for it, right? So so I can I can spend a little bit of money and feel good about that experience overall. I can spend a lot of money and feel good about the experience overall because I address the emotional state around the experience and money in the first place. And that may sound super small. People might be like, Philip, you're you're going um, way too deep on this. But what I'm saying is like when you're when you're looking to build wealth, right? You can you can do it through what I call like two energy, three energy sources, right? It's really two. It's really one, but let's call it three, and then you'll understand what it means. So you can do it. You can build wealth through action alone, right? So you go. I'm gonna. I'm gonna use like, um, you know, massive action and effort to achieve my goal. And there's a lot of people that built wealth that way, right? It's just lot, burn lots of hours, like work a lot, do a lot of things. It's not guaranteed because some of the many of the hardest working people on the planet are poor. And so, like, hard work is is not a guarantee, but it's one way to get it. Um, the next is this gonna the next is gonna be what they call like I call mental or working smarter, right? So, like, there's a lot of people who get rich by working smarter, right? Um, um, w- way more people are rich from working smarter than than working harder, and so that's that's level two um, intelligence of, of building wealth, right? Th- th- the level three is uh, is belief or feeling, right? To me, belief and feel, feeling is the other side of belief, meaning like you know what you believe based on how you feel, because you can, right? You can you can act out of alignment with how you feel, right? You can um, you can think outside of how you feel, right? Which is you know which is why you have a lot of rich people. Who are unhappy, right? Because they 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 had superior intellect around getting money, but feeling wise, it still didn't fill that void that they were really searching for, right? But from the feeling standpoint, if you and and I call feeling is is the um, harmonious thought process. So it incorporates thoughts. It incorporates um, action, right? It's but it's aligned thinking and action, right? So everything lines up from the feeling. So so you say, here's money. I feel good about money, so I think good thoughts about money, so I take good action around money, right? It's alignment versus if you start with just action, well, you're fighting against yourself, and that's a stressful struggle, uh, and it may not work out. Then, but but if you say, all right, cool, I'm gonna just I'm gonna use interior superior intellect. Well, you spend some time going against how you feel, right? So whenever you feel drained or tired or, you know, stressed, right? That's when you're going against how you feel, right? So you're like, I got the intellect, right? I I like to use the example of when mankind gets intellect outside of emotional intelligence, you get the atom bomb, right? Instead of powering the world through nuclear energy. And so because the, the emotional intelligence did not keep pace with the intellectual intelligence, right? It was out of balance. So it was thinking from that second level only to meet the objective of winning the war, but like it created all kind of negative consequences as a result of that situation, right? It worked out over time, but I'm just saying that's a specific example. And I guess it worked out over time based on your perspective, but I digress. Uh, um, So 
how how do you turn this into practical usage on a daily basis to help improve your relationship around money, right? It's 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 difficult to understand from an intellectual standpoint. So I'm going to say it, but just test it out and don't think it through because the the the, the logic of it will come from a higher emotional state. So what I mean is um I'm going to use an analogy to make it make sense. If you want to learn how to, if you want to lift 300 pounds, right? You can read every book you want to read about, about like how to lift 300 pounds, the best way to do it, the best exercise, the best gloves, right? The best shirt, the best gym, the best trainer. But reading about it is never going to allow you to bench 300 pounds. Like you're going to have to like actually like, do the work and put in the reps and put into practice. So same thing with emotional intelligence, right? Like you can hear what I'm saying and it can make sense, right? But until you do the practice of practicing the way you want to feel, right? Meaning like take 15 minutes a day at least and practice the way you want to feel about money, right? So how does money make you feel? Well, it makes you feel free. It makes you feel abundant. It makes you feel like you have options, choices, like whatever that feeling is for you, practice that feeling for at least 15 minutes a day and as often as you can but at least 15 minutes a day every day right and just like you're not going to do one hard workout and then lift 300 pounds tomorrow same thing with money like it's gonna it's gonna take time right it takes time to get good abs a body you like right the shape you want right a lot of time years sometimes that's okay like the process works though and so same thing with your with raising your emotional relationship around money it's just take the 15 minutes. Don't, I wouldn't, like, just like working out at the gym, some people will go get inspired to go and go to the gym for two hours, right, and then fizzle out because that's just not a time period that you can actually do on an ongoing basis. So, you you know, if you're starting with the gym, you want to start little, right, if, even if it's 15 minutes a day, start and build on it. Same thing with raising your emotional relationship with money. You want to first start 15 minutes a day. That's easy. Go Close your eyes, find a quiet space, and just practice feeling the way you want to feel. And by the way, the, if you are not able to get to that feeling the first few times, that's okay, right? It's it's just about feeling better. So it's not about feeling the exact way you want to feel. Just try to feel a little bit better every single day, right? Again, going back to the weight lifting, you don't start lifting weights by trying to lift 300 pounds, right? You start with where you are. And, and you don't judge yourself for where you are, and then you build up on that. Same thing with, uh, with this, because as you become aware of your biases, then the reason things happen in your life begin to make sense. And you sort of, the natural reaction to get a little bit embarrassed, because you go, man, this is, man, this is like, I've been holding myself back, you know? Oh, oh, this is why I keep having these same interactions, right? So you, and, and so, and so then, the guilt spiral, right, may begin to be initiated if you stick to it. But you go, I am where I am, and that's okay, right? I'm always getting better. Nobody has their shit together. Like we're always just trying to get better. Um, there isn't perfection. Is perfection is like enjoying the process. Perfection is understand that I'm not perfect, right? And I'm always trying to get better, uh, and so is everybody else. And I'm just doing the best I can with what I know in any given moment, right? So go back to that thought, but. You're going to become more and more aware of like these thoughts that are uh, that that are holding you back, and and by the way, like there's 
it's never going to end, right? Because even if you had a billion dollars, right, you're going to say, oh, well, why not have 10? You know, when I have a hundred, right? And the reason why when you have a billion, the reason you don't have 10 billion is limiting beliefs, right? So, so I'm saying, I'm saying like, if you just own the feel, if you just get to the point to where you're, um, you learn to practice the, the feeling Now, here's one good thing that I, that I experienced myself. This is for me since I've been practicing it for a while, while I understand my physical expressions of money are going to always evolve and get better and better. Like, uh, it's easy for me to feel good. Like, I don't, like, um, I spend most of my days not feeling stressed about not being, not hitting my financial goals because they keep evolving, right? Like, when I get close to one, when I get close to one, it gets, it gets bigger, right? And I'm cool with that. I They used to stress me out, but now I'm like, ah, oh, nah, it's not really about, like, the specific number or the goal, right? It's just about something to push me to, like, focus so I can maintain the feeling. And when I maintain, and when I maintain, like when I'm in the feeling, I have like times where like just, you people might call it magical, but like just stuff works out. I go, oh, this money came in that I didn't expect it. This money came in that I didn't expect it. Oh, we were, you know what I'm saying? We were looking to do this and that happened. And, you know, a lot of times when you say to people go, oh, well, that would have happened anyway. I mean, whatever. And I don't, that's not even something I want to really debate the point is like i feel good stuff is getting paid for it my money is increasing like how that like and if i got to choose between being optimistic or pessimistic right i'm pretty sure optimism is a better way to feel throughout the process and i'm pretty sure that that creates some sort of mechanism that we don't understand because i don't i've never read a rich i've never met a rich pessimist about money right they may be pessimistic about other things in their life but they're not pessimistic about their skills of making money right Everybody who I met who's great at making money are optimists, and they get very lucky, right? So, like, whether they create their luck and they got the luck, I don't really know, right? It doesn't really matter, right? I tend to believe that the optimism creates the luck, but that's me. Um, confidence, right? Confidence is confidence comes from um, not fighting against your impulses because you speak the language of emotions, right? I think that's really important because confidence is a word that I feel like a lot of people confuse, right? And we're and we're talking about financial confidence, right? Improving your confidence around money, right? Confidence doesn't come from having the money, right? Confidence comes from understanding the language of emotions and flowing with the emotions and having confidence regardless of the manifestation because you're not fighting yourself, right? You're in harmony, right? Your your mind, body and spirit, right? Spirit being feelings, right? Your mind, body and spirit are in harmony, so you're confident, right? In stats, we call it confidence intervals, right? Or intervals of, um, of, of like alignment, right? So that's what inner confidence is when you're not fighting yourself. You feel the impulse, and you say, "Oh, this impulse is good, so I'm going to act on it wholly," right? And then you hear, and then you feel a thought or an impulse, and you go, you know, "Oh man, this thought doesn't feel good, so I'm going to ignore it," <laughs> right? And so you can confidently ignore things that don't feel good. Not and you don't, and you don't get caught up into what's right or what's wrong. You don't go, this thought is right, this thought is wrong. No, because you can get a quote unquote right thought, but it doesn't feel good because you don't believe it. And then you go, cool, I'm gonna think that later when I feel better about it, right? But right now I don't. So I'm not gonna. I don't want to act in energy that doesn't feel good, right? And then slowly as you raise your intelligence, you you know, going back to the weightlifting analogy, it the thought is somebody approaching you saying. Hey, bench press 400. You're like, I'm not ready to bench press 400, so I'm not going to do it. 
And and when you don't have that confidence, you might say, oh, man, I feel unworthy because I can't bench force 400. But when you have the confidence, you go, no, I'm just not ready to bench 400. I'm going to stick to my 150 pounds right now, right? I know I look weak to you, but who gives a shit? Like, I'm good with me, right? And then and over time, you get stronger and stronger and stronger. And then one day, right, you're lifting 600 and you're doing it effortlessly because you're moving with your mind, body, and spirit versus uh, and 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 I'm saying verses, right? It's not a competition, but what I'm saying is you you will learn that we all are on our own journey, and the people that you looked at that was maybe looking down on you because they were um, acting out of alignment because here's the thing, it's not possible to look down on somebody when you're acting in alignment. That's the thing. like when you're in alignment, like people, people may think what they think, and that's what they're going to think because you can't control their thoughts. But I'm saying when you're in alignment and things are coming easier to you and, you and you're lifting emotionally like these heavy weights, you know, and people go, oh, man, you know, I, you know blah, 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 right? You don't, you don't look down on people when you're doing it in that energy because, like, you understand, like, this is my path, right? I'm aligned for my path, right? And your path is where you are, and this may not be a weight that you can lift, right? Because, and, and you look at them and you go, you know, you, like, what I love to do is look at people who lift weights in areas of life that I'm not as strong at, and I appreciate it. I go, man, this this brother, this sister is talented in this area, and they make it look easy, and I appreciate it versus, like, saying they got it because whatever, right? You know what I mean? Like, when, when you feel that thought, the when you're hating on somebody, right, you know, all right, cool, that's a... That's a, that's a limiting belief area, right? Um, and again, I'm, I'm going to end on this. Even when you do that, because like, right, we're all going to do it at some point, right? Just use it as information and say, um, you know, don't go, oh, I'm a bad person for hating on this person. Just go, up. Oh, there's those limiting beliefs, right? Cool. Let me, let me say it a different way, right? And then once you practice that over and over again, it gets easier and easier to live in that feeling, right? And so... Um, I hope I hope this helps somebody with their relationship with money. I think this is more important than the technical details of finance because that stuff is easy and that stuff is plentiful. Like this emotional work is where the, where the where the real magic happens. So hope this helps y'all. Until next week, enjoy yourself. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. 